Welcome to Composer's Favorites, a podcast by Film Scoring Tips. I am Giovanni Rotondo, and today we're going to learn more about composer Daniele Truocchio's favorite things. Enjoy the show! Today's guest is the winner of the Best Main Theme category at the New York International Film Awards for his work on the film In Between. Daniele Truocchio, welcome to the show. Hi Giovanni, thank you for having me. So, after reading a list of your favorites, uh, I feel this is going to be a great episode. And uh, in particular, the first part will be especially useful for those who are in the process of improving their business game. Um, let's start with your favorite book. Your favorite book is The Snowball, Warren Buffett and the Business of Life by Alice Schroeder. What yes. can you tell me about it? Yeah, so basically I, I've always been fascinated about uh, Warren Buffett. And so during the pandemic, um, I, I have these phases where I read. I'm not a huge reader, like I'm not definitely not one that reads a, a book a, a week. But, you know, I do like to read about business and, and entrepreneurship. That's one of my second, like, I always say that I'm a musician, composer uh, uh, during the day and an entrepreneur at night, at least in my mind for now. Um, and so during the pandemic, I, I decided to go deep into the life and, and story of Warren Buffett, which to me was always like this um, kind of a, a hero, but without knowing him really so i decided to go and read this i don't i don't even know i don't remember how many pages but it's like huge probably five four hundred pages and it was incredibly helpful for me probably the book that uh, kind of changed a little bit my entrepreneurship mind in a way because you can see in this book not only you know of course that he's a, a kind of a business genius and he was also lucky but he's a special guy for sure but also the main part that I loved about the book is when um, I had a click in my mind that um, made me understand that at some point you have to stop reading and you have to start doing. In fact, it's one of the, the main points of, uh, of the whole book is that Warren Buffett doesn't only, didn't only read all these business books, mathematics and statistics books when he was 10, 15 years old, but then uh, he'd stopped and, and started doing. Instead, you know, everyone else was just afraid or, you know, and we're talking about, I don't remember how many years, but 70, 70 years ago, six years ago. So a different time. And if you wanted to be brave, there was a kind of a, you know, you really needed to be brave. <laughs> it wasn't like today that you can be brave kind of, and you can test stuff. At that time, you, need, you needed to uh, go in or nothing because it, it, the risk was huge, basically. Um, so the main point was that, that at some point you need to stop reading and you, you need to start doing. In fact, th that completely, uh, um, yeah, I don't know, it just woke me up during the pandemic after I read it or during, uh, during reading it. And it gave me, I don't know, 
so much uh, energy to start doing a project, an entrepreneurship project that I that I did, and and um, you know it it, it it went well in a way that um, if I didn't read the book, I probably wouldn't have started started it because I was afraid of like failing or anything or anything like that. So um, yeah, that's that's very interesting, and uh, I you know what I what I love about having these conversations is I draw parallels with with the, the core. Uh, you know, topic uh, in in the life of a composer, which is writing music for film, a parallel with all these favorites, which span in very in many different realms and and topics. And I, what you were saying, sounds a lot like uh, a phenomenon that I've noticed with many young composers. It it's kind of difficult for a young composer to understand when it's time to stop studying. And, and exactly. start composing and developing a language and and really getting a you know our hands dirty in the field. Exactly. Awesome. And I love that you are into business a lot. I I must say I think it, this is one of my weaknesses actually the business side of like I'm I don't think I'm a great business. Really, manager. I thought you were great. Actually, I really? thought you were gonna say that you had that passion as well because you're doing amazing uh, oh thank you for saying um well i've been studying a little bit like like you know i try to when when i have a shortcoming i try to fill it in but it's it doesn't come natural let's say that let's say that okay that's, so that's interesting so you will hear from me i will ask you for advice <laughs> please, <laughs> Very please. Often. And, and again uh, i will say this i have uh, i love it it's just something that i'm i'm not forced Mm -hmm. doing it and and i just love it but of course you know i, I am not elon musk <laughs> I, i just love it you know it's one of those things that if i can read something i go and read something about i don't know uh cryptocurrency or, or just the again the business of life yeah. like the book the business of life it's just one of my biggest passions awesome and and your favorite aspect of business is negotiation which exactly th things get even more interesting now because I hate negotiating. <laughs> it's it's so difficult. It's so unnatural for me. Tell me more, please. It is it is difficult, and uh, it is interesting what, uh, that you bring this up because I love negotiating, but when uh, I do it for myself, it is not that easy. You know, it, it it comes easy, I would say, but I'm not that comfortable because I'm you know when you negotiate for yourself. Um, You, you you always try to bring something to you right and, and i hate my dream is that stuff just comes to me and i don't have to negotiate for anything that would be like the the as a, negoti a nego negotiator lover i would say that i would love not to do it because sometimes it, it you know it gets of course stressful um you know to go and ask for more or um but it is truly i mean i would say i, I made more money you know, the little money that we're talking about as a composer, my, my, my initial journey as a composer, um, negotiating then for the actual gig in a way, meaning that with one extra sentence in that email or one extra question or one extra ask, I got sometimes double what I was expecting just because I asked and they said yes. And this is the biggest, biggest thing that... Um, Uh, most people don't understand is that when you ask, 90% of the times they will just give it to you. 
I mean, and this is not to take advantage. We're talking about when you when you deserve it. Of course, when right. when someone is trying to give you less, mm -hmm. not uh, necessarily. Which is part. To, no. It's it's part of the game, right? To to try yes. to give you less, and it's part of the negotiation negotiating game. It's a, so you, yeah. I, I I love what you're saying. I think it's and great. it's part of your game as well to, uh, you know, do your do your part of, of asking for more just because it is your, at the end, it, it is your life and your your um, your business. And Absolutely. so it, I always understand both sides. You know, when someone's come someone comes to me um, with an offer or something in the music, of course, business, I always understand whatever they're saying. You know, there's never once that I, I think, you know, they're trying to take advantage. It's, it's okay, but I always, I always take the, the, the right to ask for what I, I you know, I, I want. And so I love, you know, the negotiating part, what I love is that you can take so many things from all over the situation, you know, all over your life and situation and, and the other people, whatever they, they told you, you know, whatever your conversation was with the person, you can take all these things and put them together in the right way and, and you know, just make everyone win, basically. That's the goal. It's not, I take everything, you take nothing. Mm -hmm. It's, let's all win, because if we don't both win in a way, uh, then we're not gonna, we're not gonna have a good, of course, uh, work relationship, I guess. You know, and how can you uh, be? And we're not gonna make quality. Quality, quality content, which yeah. is, we're, to, we're not talking about making, um, you know, coffee. We're talking about making, a, 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 you know, a piece of art, a, piece, a creative thing, and it cannot be done if I'm unhappy or you are unhappy about what we agree. Absolutely. So that's, that's the, the main goal. Yeah. Let's go out of the business realm for a while and talk about your favorite movie. Actually, both your favorite movie and your favorite album, which is from uh, Soundtrack, those are movies that I haven't seen and I definitely want to hear more because as I was looking them up I thought they were looking and, and sounding great the, your favorite movie is Lion by Garth Davis Tell yes me I mean uh, one of my favorite movies of yes, course, is, is of that course. One. <laughs> I, I, I don't know I just uh, love movies where there is some sort of a journey always like I love dramas where there is a journey and you should I mean I don't want to spoil spoil uh, spoiler it uh, spoil it no spoil Spoiler it, I guess you say, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 got, I got you, I got you, and I appreciate, I'm, I'm such a no-spoiler guy, so please, okay. please don't. But, but yeah, there's a huge journey, a huge uh, dramatic journey about a kid, you know, that gets lost. So I, I, I love those kind of movies, and I also love the soundtrack um, of that movie, uh, which I guess was nominated for an Oscar, if I'm not wrong. Um, and again, I like the soundtrack, not you know necessarily because it is, um, you know, uh, the the biggest orchestra or uh, it, it. I guess it is very intimate. There is an orchestra, of course, but I, again, I love what music does with the journey of the movie. And that's when people ask me, uh, what movie would you want to do? I would say a movie where there is a journey and I can go along with the journey and basically make people cry <laughs> during the journey um, together with the images, with, with the music. So that's, yeah, that's what, Lovely. what I love. And your favorite, sound, your favorite album is from uh, a soundtrack, which is Beasts of the Southern Wild by Dan Romer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, which also, by the way, Beasts of the Southern, Beasts of the Southern Wild, but also Beasts of Non-Nation, both from Dan Romer. Uh, again, especially Beasts of No Nation, 
as a journey is very dramatic it's very you know as a meaning and that those are the movies and especially the soundtrack musically speaking is very organic so you know he uses a lot of banjo which i have there a lot of um a lot of instruments made up instruments i'm not sure if you know a bit about about him so but uh, it just got stuck with me amazing so in your favorite midi controller is the nano control studio Well, yes, uh, uh, I brought that one because that's the one I'm having and I'm loving. Okay. It's not, you know, it's a very, um, you know, I always like to, again, talking again back about what we were talking about before, I, I like to do things instead of getting stuck with, you know, the biggest tech uh, uh, equipment. I will, of course, I will get the biggest and, and most expensive stuff, but as of now, what I love to do is uh, just get things done with what I have. And so that's something I have, and it is a, you know, a, you can control all your automation. It is super small. You can sure, see this sure. Oh, wow, that looks slick. It, it, it's small, and, I, you know, I, I brought it to Italy, and I could do all my things from, you know, remote. It is also battery controlled, if you want. Um, nice. Again, it's not necessarily uh, my favorite for, because it is, you know, the best. But it, it is my, you know, I, I love it because I can bring it everywhere. It, it's just vers very versatile, mm -hmm. uh, versatile. And so you can just plug it in and, and it kind of works, meaning I had to, to do some, some stuff to make it work, but um, it, it's easy to use. It's not something that you have to spend a lot of time doing. And so I, I yeah, I, Lovely. I like it. You are Italian as I am. And in fact, your favorite dessert come from your side of Italy. Tiramisu. I love tiramisu. And, yes. uh, and I remember when living in Rome, I had the favorite place to go. But let, let me tell me more about why you love tiramisu. Uh, no, I mean, I just absolutely love it because, uh, you know, uh, it's been one of my, you know, my um, birthday cake. Instead of a birthday cake, I always nice. wanted a tiramisu. And so uh, still, as of, as of today, I will never trade a uh, you know tiramisu with a regular birthday cake ne never in my life <laughs> i just you know love the textures and every texture yeah. texture and everything yeah lovely do you do, uh, you i know you come from pomezia which is uh, close enough to rome and yeah, i'm wondering is it like do, did you eat tiramisu from the uh, shop from the store or uh, did your family cook, cook no it? always and uh, uh, made you know, made for by you know my wife for my mom of course my mom uh, in the, the past yeah so and, and have you ever tried this place called pompey in rome uh, I, i personally never tried it but um, my wife did and and she liked it of course not like the one she makes but <laughs> i mean I come from Napoli, it's, it's a different, like we have other other desserts, so I don't, I, I know I don't have 100% proficiency to speak, but I really liked the Pompey Tiramisu. No, I think it's really good. Yeah, for what I've heard around, you know, it's super easy, yeah. I guess, if you and, are a tiramisu maker in Rome, and it's, you know, if it is that bad, you're gonna close shops. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, instead they are, you know, there. Yeah, in fact, they are here in London as well now. Really? Oh I was so happy to see that. Well, wow. my, you know, my shape was a little less happy. <laughs> <laughs> after after right. I discovered that, I started eating tiramisu like a crazy man. But anyways, let's change topic and go to your favorite car. 
my favorite car again those are all uh dream of mine so i'm not a car guy I'm not, you know i'm not uh, okay then even more uh, even more i like your response because your is the porsche it's carrera Yes. Black with red interiors. Yes, exactly. If one day I will get a nice car, that's the one I will get. Yes. That's lovely. I, I wish for you to get it soon. And Thank you. Know, you. Your favorite thing to clear your head is to take long walks and admire the huge Los Angeles mansions with your wife since you love to dream and get ideas about your future house. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering what's your favorite... I, I, I've been in Los Angeles for a year. What... What part of of the city you really like to to? Yeah, I mean, there are a few neighborhoods the, with huge mansions, but which of ones? Of course, yeah, there, there, there are a lot. Uh, the one you know we we like, we kind of like. I don't know why. It's not. I don't know if it's one of the most popular. I don't think so. It is La Brea. It's called La Brea, mm-hmm. um, and I've been told that that's like the old Hollywood uh, people, meaning you know, old money. <laughs> that, right. And there are all these huge mansions, but also just the neighborhood. It's 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 kind of uh, nice. But I, as you, like you said, there are several neighborhoods in Los Angeles where you can go and take walks. But it's not necessarily you know to to for the luxury kind of thing. It's just to get away from um, your, the studio and and Absolutely. you know just to walk and see the, the beauty of Los Angeles. That every house is kind of different. If you go to Glendale, there are different houses. If you go to, again, La Brea, different houses, uh, Beverly Hills. I mean, of course, then they are similar, but it's not, they're not stock houses in this. No, no, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. In this I remember, neighborhood. I remember yeah. the houses of uh, Venice, for instance. They are so exactly. unique. Different. So unique. So when glass. you walk, you, you can kind of see, you know, yeah. uh, and dream about, oh, that one, oh, that's kind of a, a castle. Uh, that one is like a, too big. You know, it's just a way to... Um, to take uh, you know a breath of fresh air awesome so um, I would like to mention that in between the soundtrack for, for uh, in between that, that got you uh, the um, New York F- uh, Film Festival uh, International Film Festival Award it's now available so yes. I will I will post the link to the soundtrack Thank in you. the um, episodes page Thank you so much. the audience to check it out. And uh, before saying goodbye, I'd like to ask you about two upcoming projects of yours. One is a sitcom for Gio. Thank you for uh, doing a, sit- a sitcom for me. <laughs> 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 Which is a, a series that you've scored and uh, I would like to ask you to tell me more about and also a little bit about The Rentless One, a documentary you co-scored. So uh, a sitcom for Gio... Um, Sorry, but they say Gio here. <laughs> I know that for us it's Joe, but a sitcom for Gio, uh, it, it is a sitcom, a web series for now, um, uh, about you know the, this uh, kid, let's say, uh, it's kind of more than a uh, kid, it's in his 20s, uh, that um, has a, you know, a, a, an acting, acting and producing dream, and you know, no, no one, uh, cares about him or no one, you know, um, is giving him opportunities. So he decided, he decides to uh, write his own sitcom in the sitcom. And then, you know, we see the journey of this uh, guy, you know, getting to uh, some sort of a success. So it was really interesting because it was all uh, hip hop oriented. And uh, so for me, it was was a big 
kind of a big challenge, creative challenge, uh, in a good way, of course, you know, meaning that I got to study a lot of uh, how to do it. And, you know, it was, was interesting because I had to make people laugh while, you know, writing original hip hop. You know that usually when, when you, we hear hip hop, sometimes in movies, it's, they are pre-made songs. You know, they are licensed songs most mm -hmm. of the times. Instead, this time I had to compose the whole thing. So the main themes for each episode, one different main theme. Um, for example, there was a, ma a main theme where um, it was kind of a Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible mixed with hip hop feeling. You know, it was, it was super interesting for me. It was the first time doing something like that. Um, so, uh, and, and this is by Oral Ellis, the, the, the creator and exactly producer. Instead, uh, the relentless one. It is a documentary um, um, made by Emmy-winning director uh, M. Douglas Silverstein, and I, I had the pleasure to co-score it um, with uh, one of my mentors. So basically, one of the, the the composers that first gave me a job. Actually, the first person that gave me a job, Mike Subi, and it was an amazing opportunity because after years of working with him. Uh, and, you know, I, I write additional music on one, a CW show, uh, you know, this year he, he gave me the opportunity to write 50-50, meaning, you know, to completely together um, this full documentary, uh, which is about uh, um, one of the biggest uh, real estate uh, woman, invest, uh, real estate uh, agents uh, and coach, coaches uh, in the U.S., so I don't know where it will uh, come out and when it will come out, but uh, it is a in very interesting project. And Please do keep me updated on that as I, I will. will update the page accordingly. Thank you so much. I, I will. Daniela, it's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming. Thank you so very much. Uh, I appreciate the time and, and you know, uh, I love your, what you're doing with, with Film Scoring Tips. Cheers. That's our show for today. We like to make our episodes roughly the same length, therefore we sometimes edit out some of the guests' favorites. However, extended cuts of the show are available to our Patreon subscribers. Check filmscoringtips.com/content to find more about this. Thanks for joining us and see you soon.